Help! Help! It's an emergency! Folks, I'm coming at you today with an emergency broadcast. There's no actual emergency. I just wanted to fill you in on something big in the world of music. Now, for those who haven't been living under a rock, this won't be news. But I'm directing this at those of you who are living under a rock. You know who you are. Mr. Bungle is one of my favorite bands. And if you're a man or woman of taste, it's one of yours as well. I'm joking, of course. You can like Mr. Bungle or not. I don't really care, but I am going to talk about Mr. Bungle right now because they are one of my favorite bands. They really are. And they have a new single out. It is a cover of a classic punk song called Fuck the USA, although their version seems to just be titled USA. I'm not really sure why. I guess they're going soft in their old age, not wanting to offend the Walmart crowd and the Tipper Gore PMRC tipper sticker crowd who I don't think really exists anymore. So what's up, Mr. Bungle? Why are you censoring? Why are you doing censorship? This is supposed to be America. So who is Mr. Bungle? If you live under a rock, you probably don't know. Mr. Bungle is a great band. They started out in Eureka, California in the late 1980s. Originally, they were actually a high school band, and they released several pretty lo-fi demos in their initial incarnation as more of a local kind of garage band, essentially. The best, and probably best known of which, was called The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny. In this initial iteration of the band, they were kind of a humorous death metal band. Not the heaviest death metal, not the most technical death metal, but they definitely had all the death metal trapping and vocalist Mike Patton did those deep death grunts. Later on, Mike Patton would go on to join Faith No More, who had a major hit in the early 90s with their album The Real Thing, which had the very popular single Epic. If you don't know the song, it's the one that goes like, You want it all, but you can't have it. Great song. Solid album. Very good band. Well, when Faith No More made it big, Mr. Bungle had the opportunity to get a major label record deal with Warner Brothers. See, this was the the good old days of the early 1990s, late 80s, up through maybe mid-90s. Nirvana had made it big. Other progressive rock acts, including Faith No More, had started charting. And the industry was looking for the next Nirvana, the next Faith No More, the next Alice in Chains. And so Mr. Bungle, this obscure band that had formed in high school, suddenly had the opportunity to get a major label deal. So what did they do with that opportunity? Well, they put out their first album, their self-titled album, which is a bunch of avant-garde craziness. Now, actually, 
if you listen to it compared with their later stuff, it's not that weird. But Mr. Bungle was an avant-garde rock band. They were not playing simple ballads. They were not doing hair metal stuff. They weren't even really doing grunge stuff at all. The first album is kind of a mix of funk rock and ska, but mixed also with carnival music and a variety of eclectic sounds that really makes the album very unique. I've never heard anything that sounds quite like it, certainly nothing from before this album came out. And everything I've heard that came out afterward was clearly an attempt to rip off that classic Mr. Bungle sound. I think Korn was heavily influenced by this album. And while Korn has maybe approached the weirdness and the greatness of early Mr. Bungle in some of their early tracks. I'm not a big Korn fan, but I can give some props to the early Korn stuff. Uh, they never really reached those heights, and they certainly never surpassed them. So, what was going on on that first Mr. Bungle album? Well, it was produced by John Zorn, the avant-garde jazz guru, if you will. And it contained a bunch of songs that they had written and recorded on some of their earlier demos, but filled with noises, filled with musique concrète type stuff in between the songs. That's basically just recorded noise that's sort of edited together to make music, but very strange music without rhythm or meter or tempo, really. It's just a bunch of sounds organized together, and it can be interesting to listen to. But thankfully, that first Mr. Bungle album also has real songs with drums and bass and guitar, and pretty fun songs as well. They followed that up with 1996's Disco Volante. This is their most avant-garde, strange album. I don't really know how to describe it. It's just a mix, a melange, if you will, of different sounds, different styles, all just thrown together in a blender and then blended on the highest setting, 11. They cranked it to 11, the weirdness. Thing. And then finally, in 2001, they released their final album, California. This one got them into trouble with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, incidentally, who had recently released an album called Californication. And there was this long-standing beef between Mr. Bungle and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I guess because... In that really, in the early days of Mr. Bungle, um, their sound somewhat resembled the Chili Peppers, but I think they were sort of maybe taking the piss out of that sound. It's a little hard to say for sure. But clearly, Mr. Bungle was not ripping off the Red Hot Chili Peppers, at least not, not sincerely. Well, after California, Mr. Bungle disappeared. They disbanded, and I think there was some bad blood between the different band members. Not 100% sure about that, but you can look it up. Mike Patton, lead vocalist of Faith No More and Mr. Bungle, went on to do various collaborations and various other projects with other musicians. These included the bands Tomahawk and Phantomas, or Phantomas. This included side projects such as Kada Patton, Lovage, and a couple of solo albums that he released as well such as Mondo Cane, which is him singing a bunch of old Italian pop songs, the kinds of songs that you would hear in kind of romantic Italian movies of the 1960s. It's a very good album. 
But Mr. Bungle was no more. Well, that is no longer the case. Mr. Bungle is back. In fact, it's been known for, what, months now, at the very least, that Mr. Bungle was reuniting and playing shows. See, they did a small, small tour before coronavirus, uh, you know, ruined the ability for anyone to tour. Uh, And during this tour, they were playing that first demo album, The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny, in its entirety. It's sort of an odd choice because that's not the stuff Mr. Bungle is best known for. If they were to do a greatest hits type tour, they would be playing cuts off of California, cuts off that self-titled, maybe a little bit of stuff from Disco Volante. I mean, none of these songs were hits, mind you. Although there was one single off their self-titled that did have a music video done. It's a very weird music video. The song is called Quote Unquote. Look it up on YouTube. It's a really entertaining video, and it's a really fun, funny, and kind of spooky song. Check it out. But yeah, they were touring and playing the entirety of The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny. And now they have put out a single. So let's talk about the single a little bit. I want to quickly review it before we put an end to this emergency broadcast and get back on with our lives and try to restore some sense of normalcy. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Is this my favorite song ever recorded? No. It's a very standard punk song, and it's a pretty standard punk cover. And Patton's vocals are quite good, but pretty ordinary, I would have to say. I mean, he sings it in a normal punk way. The last verse, there's some weird chopping effect on his vocals, which is pretty fun. But it's not really an impressive vocal achievement. It's just an effect. The song is well performed, but it's not the most exciting song in the world. If you're into very straight punk, it's just the ticket. But if, like me, you find a lot of punk just a little bit lacking in interest, well, you'll probably enjoy this new single, but it's not going to set the world on fire. But What is exciting about this is it shows that Mr. Bungle is back and willing to go into the studio and record new material, even in the context of this pandemic, which I suppose they probably recorded their parts separately, though I'm not sure. I don't actually know a lot about the situation in California vis-a-vis, you know, recording. But the important thing is that Mr. Bungle is back, and that suggests to me that there will be further singles and perhaps at some point down the line, a full-length album. I will be awaiting such news with the most excitement and anticipation you can imagine. And I suggest you do the same. Mr. Bungle is a special band, unique, unusual. They hold a very particular place, a very particular niche in the music world. So we should all be hopeful that they're back to stay, and that they ain't going away. All right, let's resume normal life, folks. I'm signing off.